Welcome to the Five for Two podcast with me, your host Adele, where we say no to careers where you're trading five days of misery for two days of fun. A place we discuss all things career, confidence and money moves. I want to motivate, teach and empower ambitious women to achieve more, earn more, feel more confident and enjoy the work they do. It's all about believing you can have everything you want in your career and then going and getting it. So if you're ready, let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome to another episode. I am really excited to bring you this episode. It ties in so nicely with all the interview stuff we've been talking about over the last few weeks. Today, we're going to be speaking about networking, and I have an amazing guest. She's a career coach, a speaker, an author, and she helps frustrated professionals just like yourselves find career direction and advance their careers. It's Trisha Sitamire, and I hope I've said that right. (laughs) But yes, she's joining us all the way from Dallas, and she's going to be dropping some gems. You know what it's like when I have a guest on the show. So, Trisha, Welcome and introduce yourself to my listeners. Hello, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, like she said, my name is Trisha Sidamire. I am the founder of Control Alt Delete, which is a coaching and professional development company based out of Dallas, but I serve clients all over the world. And I am a champion for anyone who wants to take control of their future and really create a career for themselves that they're going to be happy with, they're going to be fulfilled from, and really create opportunities for them to to thrive. So I'm excited to chat with you about networking because it is a key piece. And I, I always reference what I call a career toolkit, which is all of the things in your arsenal that you can pull out at your disposal to help you move the needle, build momentum towards accomplishing your career goals. Oh, I love it. And I also love, and I forgot to mention that the name of your business, Control Alt Delete. Guys, I love it. I just love it. So I want you to tell me a little bit about the background. How did you get started in business? Like, give us a little bit of a background. Yes. So Control Alt Delete actually stands for something. It stands for take control of your future, alter your mindset and delete all doubt. And it's a personal mantra. It's a mantra that I kind of coach to. And it it really is a a roadmap in sorts of how you make those those strides in your career. You know, the, the first step obviously is taking control. If there are roadblocks or you know things in your mindset that are preventing you from showing up as yourself, obviously that needs a shift and deleting the doubt. If you can't be confident in what you're doing or you're not sure where you are confident so that you can highlight those areas to help you move forward, then we work through that. So that that's really what Control-Alt-Delete stands for. In terms of how I got into the wonderful world of coaching, it grew from my professional background. So I have a strong background in HR. I started in learning and development and then transitioned into recruiting, specifically early talent and like master's, MBA grads, and and program placement after graduation, and then moved through the ranks, you know, that way. And I was noticing that a lot of my candidates were having challenges, having struggles around clarity in terms of their career, what kinds of things that they needed to make sure 
that they were aware of, what kind of actions that they were needing to take in order to take control of their careers. And so, you know, I was having a lot of conversations and so many of my my candidates felt like they were just kind of blowing in the wind. And that resonated with me (laughs) through my personal journey of, you know, coming out of undergrad, working a bit, deciding to go back to graduate school, coming out and not still really having a clear direction on where I wanted to take not just my career, but I would say in general, my my life. And so I wanted to do something to empower them and support them. And so I, I wrote a book called I'm Sick of This Shit. And, you know, it just kind of moved from, from there. You know, folks started reaching out more about, hey, Trisha, can you, you know, help me with my resume? Or, hey, you know, I need some support in terms of interviewing. And then I was getting a lot of folks who were in a particular job who were just kind of getting started and they weren't happy and they weren't really sure of, you know, how to navigate the the roadblocks and the things that kind of keep us stuck once you begin a job. And so that's how I started working specifically with more mid-career professionals who saw that they wanted to take their careers to the next level. They wanted to start going for those manager, senior manager, director positions. They just weren't really sure how. And so in control alt delete, you know, I'm I'm very much a action-centered coach. And, you know, there's lots of information you can get out there on the internet, from YouTube, from Instagram, from, you know, all the things. And one of the things that I specifically help my clients with is getting to that point of clarity and then helping create a roadmap so that they have actionable steps that they can take so they can build that momentum and start to see that traction that they want to see in their career. So I've been doing that for just under five years. And I love the work. I love my clients. I love being able to, you know, celebrate and champion them when they get that promotion, when they just get back from, you know, negotiating that sticky offer letter. And, you know, it's it's just really fulfilling work. And I, I think that is probably one of the best things that comes out of being a career coach, especially seeing so many people who are in the world of work and not happy with with what they're doing and how they're spending their time and talent. Oh, I love that. I love hearing the passion in your voice when you speak about what you do. Like I really can tell that you love what you do. You love helping people in their career. Like I felt everything you just said. And I know everyone listening felt that because I really, I was engrossed. Like I really felt like, oh my gosh, she really loves what she does. And with all your background, all your knowledge, the title of your book, (laughs) let's just talk about it. I'm sick of this shit. That is like every career woman who is unhappy in her job, that is their mantra. They are sick of this shit. They don't know what they want to do necessarily, but they know what they do not want to do. I absolutely love the title. (laughs) Guys, you guys need to go and get a copy of it and read it. And just based on your passion and everything you said, I already know this episode is about to be amazing. (laughs) Guys, we're going to be talking about networking. And not just how it can support you in your next career change, but how you can network your way into a job. You can network your way into roles without having to use a CV or resume if you're from the other side of the pond. Like you don't have to send out applications. Like you can network your way into a job. Like I'm even going to share with you guys how recently, just from networking with my beautician, I worked my way into like a part-time role, which I'm enjoying. 
So yeah, guys, like networking isn't just, oh, let's make friends and talk to people. Yes, it's great for your own professional development, but it's also a great way into careers you've never heard of, roles you're interested in and you want more information. People can refer you. There's all sorts of things, but we're going to get into it, guys. So I really want you guys to listen because my last few episodes have been all about interviews and what we do at the interview. But let's talk about how you can book those interviews with networking. Let's talk about how you can get ahead in your career, how you can find people to support and advocate for you just through networking. So we're going to get into it. And I'm so excited. So my first question to you is, (laughs) what are some of your top tips for anyone who is considering? So someone who's maybe not done networking before, not really thought about it, Because a lot of times, you know, people are networking and they don't even realise they're networking. But what would your top tips be to someone who's thinking about networking and they're using it as as part of their next career change? Like they want to make a career change and they're thinking about networking. What is your top tip to get started? Like, what would you say to them? Yes, you're going to have to start with clarity because you want to be able to network with intention. So, you know, like you mentioned, you could be out meeting people and having conversations and they're, it's just kind of random interactions. You know, sometimes you find commonalities and the relationship kind of builds and grows from there. But if you're able to do it from a place of clarity, you can now kind of take control and structure and seek out the type of connections or people and from spaces that make sense for you. So for example, you know, before I got into HR, I was in event planning. And if you're thinking about going into like HR and you don't know anything about it, you can, you know, see what types of networking opportunities are out there, maybe that are specific to the HR space. Or if there's a particular company that you're interested in, you can say, hey, okay, I want to meet and connect with folks that come from an HR company or a company that I'm interested in. And so you can kind of tailor your approach to things. That's not the only piece of things because networking is a relationship and just like any other relationship, it needs cultivating and building. But if you can start from a place of intention, you are going to increase your chances of building the right connections and being able to, you know, find those mentors and potentially even sponsors because they are familiar with your work. So that's another thing that Clarity is really going to help you with is, you know, if you meet someone, you don't want to just be shooting facts off of the hip. You want to make sure that you are telling your story and telling, you know, how you can bring impact to whatever team, to whatever company. And so, you know, if you know who you're talking to and you know the direction that you want to go into, you can tailor that messaging so that you're able to present yourself the way that you want to, to take your career in the direction that you need to. Oh, such a great answer. And I love that you use the word relationship because that's what networking is. It's relationship building. I know a lot of people that just sort of jump into people's DMs or (laughs) sort of really cold message and like, can you help me find a job? Um, And I feel like people need reminding that it is a relationship and you do have to cultivate a relationship. You do have to take your time and be intentional, like you said. And that comes exactly what you said from Clarity. But I love that you use the word relationship because I think that networking is about building community and community is relationship. So I think that's so, so important. So thank you. 
I have another question though, because as you said, clarity, and then you said sort of help that will help you to reach out to the right people. There's a common thought that only extroverts are good at networking and a lot of introverts. I'm myself, I'm an introvert, but a lot of introverts feel like <laughs> a lot of introverts feel like, oh, they're at a disadvantage. So they feel like they're at a disadvantage because they're not so outgoing and they're not maybe they, they don't necessarily like to talk to people they don't know. Or even if it's people they do know, sometimes introverts do find it harder or just draining, very draining. As an introvert myself, sometimes it can be really draining to be at networking events and having loads of different people speaking to you at once. But like I said, it's a common thought that only extroverts are good at networking. How would you say introverts can still use networking to their advantage? Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is also a little bit about being intentional. So I talk about being intentional all day. I'll talk it into the ground because it is such a, a, you know, a key piece. It's so crucial. But what someone can do if they are an introvert is, you know, be targeted in the types of networking events that they might be attending. Another really great way that you can kind of work around that is if you you don't want to be at a networking event, you know, kind of doing the speed networking and talking to a ton of people, because yes, even for me, someone who talks for a living can be a little bit draining. You can use online communities. You know, LinkedIn is such a powerful tool that connects people from all over the world from all you know different types of uh, walks of life, you can start on on LinkedIn and kind of gradually build up to feeling comfortable to to reach out to folks. So whether that is you know putting a comment on something really insightful that someone that you're following has said to be able to join the conversation there, that's something that you can do. The other piece that I really press upon in terms of networking is, you know, I talked a little bit about being intentional and how you reach out to people. And yes, that's part of it. You know, you want to be able to learn from other people, but just like with any other relationship, it's a two-way street. So for someone who is an introvert, you know, I would just say to them, feel empowered to share what you know, you know, because you are a subject matter expert in some area. There are things that only you can put your own perspective on and people want to hear that. You know, that's how relationships are built. It's a give and take. So I would empower my introverts out there to stand firmly on what they know and not be afraid to to show what they bring to the table. But I definitely think LinkedIn is a good way for them to kind of build up some of those conversations. You start with, you know, maybe commenting on on different articles or conversations that people are having. And at least that kind of protects you from having to walk up in person to a complete stranger and have that conversation. And then work up to, you know, starting to send those messages on LinkedIn. Actually, I can send this to you. It is a LinkedIn outreach template that you can use to help you kind of break those barriers down. It's already done for you. You're just kind of plugging in your personal information and starting from a place of, you know, common ground is always great. You know, whether you guys went to the same school or you guys live in the same area, you know, you can lead with that. And so you're not just almost, you know, when you reach out to somebody you don't know, sometimes it can feel awkward. At least you're starting from a place where it's like, oh yeah, I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I love that you have a template. Like, I love the answer you just gave because the intentionality is key, I feel like, for everyone. 
but especially introverts and reaching out online helps because then, like you said, you don't have to speak to people. But I also think being an intentional means that you can pick and choose (laughs) who and how many people you reach out to and you speak to because networking, and I'm sure you'll agree, is about quality. It's not quantity. You can have thousands of people in your network and still not be good at networking. It's better to be intentional and have like even two to five people that you start off speaking to and then build from there. So all my fellow introverts (laughs) that are listening, (laughs) take that on board. (laughs) Yes, be empowered. I love that. Be empowered, be inspired. Make sure you be intentional. And remember, you don't have to speak to 100 people. (laughs) That's not what we mean when we say networking. It's about being intentional, deciding how many people you have the capacity to speak to or reach out to on any given day or week. And I totally agree with Trisha that LinkedIn, amazing platform to use if you want to network. People are on there for careers, for business. So they are way more friendly than you probably think they are. People are so much more helpful. The amount of people who've said to me, oh, we could quickly jump on a coffee chat, like a virtual coffee chat and have a quick conversation. So reach out. People are nicer than you think. Yeah. And I think that's such a great way for introverts to sort of get out there and start networking. So what I wanted to ask off the back of that is how do you feel networking can support someone in their job search? Oh, absolutely. You know, and this will go back to to LinkedIn. I'll just share a quick personal story. You know, when I was working in industry, I think 95% of the opportunities that I got that were increasing in responsibility, increasing in pay and increasing in exposure and access to be able to work with senior leadership came from LinkedIn. And not because I reached out to people, but because people were reaching out to me because they were seeing some of the stuff that I was posting on LinkedIn and how I was engaging. And so, you know, that can be a key piece of things. I mean, imagine if you didn't have to jump into a job search and the jobs were finding you, that's a really sweet spot to be in. And as someone who has benefited from that, it is quite amazing. (laughs) So LinkedIn can be a huge, a huge tool, but it helps with assembling and gathering data points. You know, you you always want to be able to go into a career search with information and not just information just to be collecting dust, but information to help drive and inform the decisions that you're making. There's so many different things that, you know, people consider when they're looking for a new job from industry to, you know, what are you actually doing in the role? What are the you know opportunities for growth and development once you get into the role? How is the company doing? You know, all of those things. And LinkedIn or or just information in in general, because a lot of companies will share that information either, you know, on their social media platforms or on their website. All of those pieces of information are things that you can put into your career toolkit. And so because I I work with a lot of folks that are looking to specifically transition or change careers, you know, you can say, hey, okay, I'm interested in being an astronaut. Okay, but I don't have any idea of what it looks like to be an astronaut. You know, you can look up what astronauts actually do. You can research the type of education, the skills, the trainings, the certification that will lend itself well to you being successful as an astronaut. You can 
look up people who are astronauts and see, you know, if they have shared any information and what their experience has been as an astronaut. And then because you had, you know, LinkedIn that gives you access to reach out to people and have those one-on-one conversations, you can even send a note to an astronaut and say, hey, I'm I'm interested in the kind of work that you do. This is why, but I, I would love to have a conversation and just hear more about your experience. And so now you're not just kind of picking, hey, I want to be an astronaut out of the sky. You are now able to make a more informed decision. You know, so for example, if you have that conversation with an astronaut and they say, you know, you can really feel that you're really high up in the air, you know, while you're in the, I don't know how this astronaut example has just really taken off. (laughs) But, you know, if they tell you that you feel like you are super high up in the air and you're someone who is deathly afraid of heights, you know, that's, that is a data point that you can use to make a decision. And maybe it's like, okay, I know I definitely do not want to spend so much of my time terrified, you know, being in this astronaut and being so high up in the air, maybe you say, okay, I have, you know, skills and talents and interests that would support an astronaut. So maybe I'll go into an operations field, you know, that still keeps me close to industry, still keeps me close to, you know, things that are happening in the astronaut space. And, you know, even though you're not an astronaut, you're still getting fulfillment from working in that space. And so, you know, using networking and finding out that information is going to allow you to make a better informed decision for yourself. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I feel like there's nothing better than firsthand experience. We can research, we can head over to YouTube and Google and all the places, but actually speaking to people who do the job, priceless, absolutely priceless. And I love that you said that because exactly what you said, sometimes you'll, you have this idea that this job is going to be amazing. And then you'll speak to someone and maybe one, two, three people in the industry and you'll realize there's a part of the job that is just a big no for you, a big like no, that is on my hell no list. And then actually you can find something that connects to that role, but isn't maybe the role you originally thought of. And you can't get that information without speaking to people who do the job. And I'm a believer in this, even when it comes to salaries and anything like that. First hand experience, go and talk to the people on the field doing the thing and get the information. So I love that you shared that. And before we even move on, because I know that my listeners are going to be screaming, because when you said it, I was like, okay, I know that everyone listening is going to be saying she said that she got people to reach out to her on LinkedIn. (laughs) And I know that it's veering off a little bit. But the, the question I know that all the listeners are asking is how did you get people to reach out to you rather than you having to reach out to them? You know, it just showing my expertise, you know, doing my thing you know, in short, mm-hmm. you know, at the time I was, you know, in recruiting. So uh, supporting university recruiting for different companies. And, you know, I was, I loved the work that I was doing. I've been super fortunate to have a lot of different roles that were interesting and fun and exciting. And I, I was talking about the things that I was doing. I was shouting out the people that I was working with and collaborating that were making my job, you know, fun to work in. And people took notice of that. You know, I would always be a part of the conversation. If I found something insightful, you know, I I would share it. I would, you know, respond. I was, you know, having those conversations. And 
people took notice. And, you know, sometimes when people were reaching out, it was really just, oh, you know, that's interesting, or oh, that looked like a great event, or oh, that's an interesting way of thinking about it. And it kind of went from there. So I had a couple of folks that you know, they reached out and at the time, maybe it wasn't a good fit, but we we stayed in touch, right? I added them to my network. We were now a part of each other's network. And so that was, you know, a way for me to stay connected. And then some folks were like, hey, you know, you have a very interesting background or I, I love what you've been doing in this particular space. Can we just have a conversation? And so, you know, showing up is another part of, of networking, showing up and following up. And it just kind of took off from there. So that's how I was able to meet and connect with people, get interviews and and get hired. And I would say over the course of a few years, I think I was able to increase my salary a little shy of a hundred thousand. There you go. Look at that. Just from being on LinkedIn. Guys, if you're not on LinkedIn, get on there. I tell you guys this all the time, (laughs) get on LinkedIn. If you don't believe me, Trisha's just told you she has co-signed. You need to be on LinkedIn. It's helped (laughs) her in her career. It's helped me in mine. And yeah, thank you for answering that because I know my listeners would have been saying, Adele, how could you not ask (laughs) how she was getting people to reach out to her? But yeah, guys, this is what LinkedIn's about. Networking is a two-way street. And Trisha just said something as well, and I hope you guys didn't miss it, that sometimes you connect with people and the timing isn't right. It doesn't mean that the networking isn't useful. Because you do not know where someone is going to end up. You don't know where you're going to end up. Just because the timing might be off now, it actually might be helpful in the future. It might be not helpful for you, but it might be helpful for someone you know. You might be able to connect someone with someone else just because of your network. So it's really important to look at every networking opportunity as something that can grow. It doesn't have to be instant gratification. It doesn't mean that you only need to network when you're job searching. Just always be networking. And that's going to lead me to my next question, which is how and should you network if you're not currently job searching? So if you're not looking for a job right now, is it still a good idea to continue to network? Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. One, you know, if you are not quite at that place where you're like, okay, I'm going to start looking for a job or I want to make a career change, you know, it's always easier to find a job when you have one, when you're like already stuck and you're already sick of the shit. You know, there is a lot of pressure, anxiety and stress that comes along with entering a job space or job search space from that point. And so, you know, being able to network while you currently have a job is still something that you should have in your career toolkit. So, you know, you might work with a team of 10 people, right? Add those folks to your your network because they are going to go to other organizations. They might promote to other positions. They may be able to have insights that can help you make decisions and have it be one of those data points that I mentioned earlier for yourself. And so, I mean, we we don't know where people are going to go and what direction they're going to take their careers. And the same thing goes for you. You know, as I said, it's a two-way street. And so, I mean, that's how these conversations happen. You know, you have somebody that's been in your network, maybe they post something that you find interesting and you comment on it or you reach out and you guys are starting the conversation. What you don't know that's happening in the background is that they are maybe looking for 
you know, a candidate for a new opening that they have. And you wouldn't have known that had you not stayed in touch and had you not had that, you know, interaction or conversation. And now you have a job prospect on the table that wasn't there before. And so absolutely networking while you have a job is is important. The other thing that I would say, and I touched on this a little bit around mentorship, is, you know, we can always be learning from other people. We can always be teaching other people, you know, from building that two-way street, you know, sharing what you know, but also acquiring information from other people. And networking is going to help you do that. So you could be connected to folks that you're working with now and networking with folks that are maybe in similar industries as you or similar roles as you and learning different things, you know, things that are up and coming in terms of industry trends, things in terms of where you can upskill yourself so that you can better position yourself for future promotions, whatever that looks like for your specific career. So there are lots of benefits absolutely to networking while you have a job. Oh, fabulous. Love it. (laughs) And yes, guys, just keep networking, talking to people. Networking is literally just talking to people, forming relationships. Like Trisha said, form those with the people that you're currently with, as well as new people, because the people you're with, you don't know where they're going to be. You don't know where you're going to be. Everything's interlinked. We're all interlinked in some way. And it just reminds me of my own story. You guys know that recently I got made redundant at the end, just before Christmas. And five days after being made redundant, I was just having a very simple conversation with the lady who does my eyelashes, my beautician. She's also now become a friend because she's been doing my eyelashes since sort of 2017. And I mentioned to her that I'm going to be looking for work in the new year. And she was like, oh, if I ever hear of anything, I'll let you know. A few days after that, she actually knew someone who was looking for some help in their business on sort of a consultancy basis, reached out to me, connected us. And now I'm helping that person out a few hours every week. And that was, there was no interview. There was no anything that was just from a conversation. So I want to remind everyone listening today, the conversation that you're scared to have or you don't think is a big deal, it's a big deal. Talk, chat, make friends, whatever it is. But if you like something someone's doing, comment on it. Sorry, Trisha, what were you going to say? No, I said just, you know, showing up that that's part of, of networking. And on the other side of showing up is following up. So, you know, I think you said something about this earlier in the conversation. You know, you may reach out to someone and they they may not reach back out. You know, everyone is living different lives, busy lives. You know, you get away from your email for a little while and you're like, oh no, I've, I've missed a me- an email. I need to, you know, go back and check something or I forgot to do something. And following up is not going to hurt anyone. And, you know, not everybody will respond and that's perfectly okay. You know, you will find your community and the support that you need, but follow up. You know, it may have just been a situation where they got busy or, you know, things happen. (laughs) Things happen all the time. And, you know, sometimes they just need that little reminder, that little push. And it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I, I meant to actually reach back out to you. I'm glad that you followed up. And then you can, you know, take things and build them from there. Oh, great. Yeah. So that's like a perfect answer. And I think now I have one final question for you. And that is, what is one thing you wish you knew before about networking and changing career? Like if you could have told yourself one thing you could tell your old self before, before the book, before the coaching, before that, when you were in your career, what is one thing that you wish you knew about networking? 
one. <laughs> <laughs> you can say more than one if you really want to. But yeah, what what would you wish you knew before? The first thing that I I would say it's kind of it's a two part answer is one I would have started so much earlier. I would have started so much earlier, and I didn't really start taking advantage of networking until I was in graduate school. So I missed opportunities to network all through undergrad. And, you know, I worked a little bit before I went to graduate school. And that entire time was working, was meeting people and, you know, being able to add folks on like LinkedIn or, you know, gather emails, however you want to do it. If I had known and and could be intentional about it back then, I there's no telling, you know, what kind of conversations or opportunities would have presented themselves. So I would say, yes, I definitely would have started early. And going back to that intentionality piece, you know, I was networking, I was meeting people, but because I wasn't really clear on what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go, and what the space was for me, you know, I'm just kind of meeting people casually and not really having impactful conversations just because, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And that's that's not a bad thing. You can learn and grow and bounce back from all of that. But if I had gone in guns blazing from the beginning, being intentional, oh, my gosh, I'd be even more lethal. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I resonate with that answer so much because I that would what I would have said the same thing, start earlier. Like I would have started so much earlier. And if I think about when I did start and how it helped me so much in my career and how I've ended up in jobs that I've absolutely loved and been able to double my salary and all these amazing things because of networking. If I had started sooner, I totally agree with you. I would have been like just I don't even think there's words to explain how far I would be by now. How like It's insane when you think about, well, what if you had started earlier? So I really resonated with that answer. And if anyone's listening and they resonated, I want you to know that even though Trisha's saying she would have started earlier, and I totally agree because I would have started earlier, it's never too late. So if you haven't started, start now Today. immediately. Right now. <laughs> And one last thing that I, I would just offer is I know we've talked a lot about LinkedIn and it's it's a tool that I've used. It's a tool that I, I coach to. But LinkedIn is not the only place that you can grow and build your your LinkedIn. So, you know, professional organizations, a lot of the time they will have their own online communities, either like on Facebook or, you know, some other platforms that they have to build community. And, you know, mentioned it earlier, networking is part of community and community building and being able to support your community and learn from your community. So, you know, don't discount other places to network. You can always find people outside of just LinkedIn, but those communities like on Facebook or some of those other groups that are maybe tied or aligned to a specific interest or a role that you're interested in can also be big key players in in your uh, professional development journey. I absolutely agree. Like I have people reach out to me on Instagram just to ask me questions. And sometimes it's other business owners, people that are not necessarily looking for coaching, but are asking me something else. And that's a great way to network. Over the pandemic, I met so many amazing women just from conversations on Instagram. 
So yeah, it doesn't just have to be LinkedIn, guys. And it doesn't just have to be professional settings. I think that's important to know as well. Like you can just run into people. It could be a friend of a friend and you get talking. I recruited someone on Miami Beach when I was on holiday. And that that sounds insane when I say it now. But I was in my 20s. I was on holiday. I got introduced to a lovely young lady through a friend. And she told me what she did. And I happened to recruit for those roles at that time and was like to her, we need to talk when you get when we get back to London, because she was also from London. I gave her my card. We spoke. I got her the job. And when we talk about it now, we're friends now. And when we talk about it, we're like, wow, I literally recruited you on Miami Beach in a bikini, chilling out. So guys, networking (laughs) happens everywhere. Just be intentional. Like I was on holiday, so I wasn't about to have a full blown conversation on holiday. But I was very intentional knowing that, well, I've got a role. She does that. Let me give her my card or let me give her my number. Let's speak later. But just be intentional, guys, and just understand opportunity is absolutely everywhere. Conferences, different events, talks, all of those things can be places you can build and grow your network. Oh, yes. So this has been such a good conversation. <laughs> I feel like I could talk to you for ages because you are just I like know. a wealth of knowledge. And I love, I love everything you've spoken about today because I am such a believer in the fact that networking, if you can build the right community, you will always have people that will support you, people that will advocate for you, people that will say your name in rooms when you're not there. And I think that's so important. And you'll get referrals and recommendations that you would never have got had you not maybe spoken to this one person or these two people. So Thank you so much for joining me and sort of sharing everything you've shared. So many gems. I can't wait for everyone to like listen to it and listen to it again if you need to, if you need to listen to it two, three times, but let it sink in because what we're telling you is that networking is important. (laughs) If you're currently job searching or trying to change industry, make a transition, get to networking, start with LinkedIn and then branch out from there. Trisha, before we go, I want to ask you, how can the listeners follow you, work with you, find you? Like, where's the best place to connect with you? Absolutely. So you, the easiest place to go for all things Control-Alt-Delete is going to be my website, uh, trishasitamire.com. You can find out how we can work together. I offer a couple of different options and you know packages to work with me so that I can support your professional development. There are you know different book recommendations, skills assessments, lots of different resources, blogs that you can find on my website. I'm on obviously LinkedIn, Tristan Satsumire. I'm on Instagram. I put out a lot of different videos on YouTube around a variety of topics that are related to professional development, growth advancement, all of those things. So make sure you're locked in on YouTube. And what didn't I cover? LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, my website. I'm pretty easy to get hold <laughs> Where do you hang out the most? Which platform? Hmm, I do spend a lot of time on LinkedIn and I also spend a lot of time on Instagram. I mean, I think a lot is relative, but I <laughs> I try to be present on, on LinkedIn just because I my LinkedIn stays pretty busy. Okay. And then Instagram would be the platform, you know, that I just kind of enjoy. You know, I, I love seeing all of the the different content and the things that are going on in the content space in terms of content creation and all of that stuff I just think is really really fascinating so Instagram is kind of like my guilty pleasure (laughs) well guys go and connect with Trisha all her details will be in the show notes so you guys can just go to the show notes click on there connect with her 
Yeah, and definitely go and take a look at her book, guys, because, you know, we've all felt like that. Some of you who are listening now feel like that right now. So (laughs) if you're sick of the shit, go and read. I'm sick of the shit. (laughs) Thank you so much, Trisha. It's been lovely to have you on. Really appreciate your time. Um, And I know the listeners will have loved listening to all your gems. Thank you for having me. Have me back anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Any, oh my gosh, definitely. I hope this episode gave you exactly what you needed and motivated you to confidently take steps towards your next career move. If you enjoyed it, screenshot and share it on your socials, tag me on Instagram and come join my community of amazing women working on levelling up their confidence and career. Thanks for listening and see you next time.